We are live and uh, people will be joining us in a minute. Um, so we'll wait a second. We don't have anybody here yet. Uh, so we may not want to start right away. Oh, okay. But still say good morning. <laughs> good morning. Yes, for those watching it later. Uh, good morning. We are live from the pastor's uh, dining room in our house and uh, welcome to our live stream. Uh, we will, as a reminder, uh, throughout the week, we're posting regular uh, different videos, uh, fun videos, uh, videos with prayer meditation uh, through uh, our Facebook site, uh, some on YouTube, and uh, also onto our website. Uh, Bedhead is welcome at uh, Norwalk Christian Church Online and in person as well. Uh, we continue to send our uh, update out, our Tuesday update every Tuesday, and there's some extra information we try to link. Uh, to this video and to some uh, other uh, things that are going on. So do check your email. If you're not signed up for that, you can go to norwalkcc.org backslash email. Um, some uh, new things with the food pantry. If you or someone you know has a need, they have updated their hours. Uh, the best way to figure out what they're doing is from their Facebook page. Just search Norwalk Area Food Pantry. Um, but I know uh, on Monday, tomorrow, um, at some point, uh, they're uh, doing food rescue, uh, a ministry that's happening in our community now where you, uh, they're going around to come and go and fairway and some other places collecting food that would otherwise be thrown out and have uh, saved that and are giving it away. And it's all still good and within its uh, expiration date. And so they're uh, handing that out tomorrow at New Life Lutheran Church outside of the uh, food pantry. Um, and then they're also doing curbside delivery on Wednesday uh, and Saturday. Uh, so anyway, thanks to Fairway for helping restock the food pantry this week uh, because they gave out all their food on Wednesday and were refilled back on Saturday and hope to be that way uh, again on Wednesday. So we're going to start worship uh, as we uh, often do uh, with a call to worship. Uh, we have uh, some uh, high tech, low tech stuff going on here. Uh, you are on our Lazy Susan on our dining room table. So the camera will be moving angles uh, as we join in our call to worship. Uh, we have it on a screen here so that you can read along at home uh, the words in the bold like we would do together uh, in our sanctuary. Let us join together. Our psalm this morning is from Psalm 23, and so our call to worship and our prayers come uh, from Psalm 23. Join us as we read. You are our good shepherd. We do not want... You lead us beside the still waters. We do not want. You make us you make us lie down in green pastures. We do not want. You restore our souls. We do not want. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And join us in our prayer together. Good, good shepherd, shepherd, we, we allow, allow fear and scarcity to, to dictate, dictate our actions. actions. We don't take time for breath or healing to occur. We get bored and forget about you. We forget about enriching our own spirituality. We overlook the green pastures and ignore the table you have prepared for us. Enable us to see your works among us. May we drink from your stream of love and may we dwell with you forever. Amen. Well, good people, good shepherd, our good shepherd loves us always. Believe in the good news from the Psalms that God's goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. Our heads 
are anointed and our cups always overflow with God's boundless grace and mercy. Know you are God's beloved, called by name, and will never be separated from God's love. Let God's people say, amen. amen. We are joined with 37 other church members today. And uh, maybe in the comments section or just in front of your screen, we invite you to pass the peace with little jazz hands. Where are my hands? There we go. Pass the peace. Uh, welcome each other uh, as we gather together virtually today. And uh, Pastor Marty has lit our candle. Uh, you might uh, light a candle along with us at your house. Um, in a moment, we're going to have a, a time of prayer. So if you have any prayer concerns, uh, you can leave those uh, in the comment section. We'll try to gather those for our Tuesday update um, and also email or text us any prayer concerns you might have. Children's Next turn? is our children's time. Uh, Finn and Oliver, come here, please. They're in the kitchen eating through all of our snacks. It seems to be their habit right now. Come here. So one of the, those of you that know me well know that I love uh, children's books. Um, this one that I'll be sharing with you today is one of my favorites, and I don't think I've ever shared it at church before. Um, but this one is one that I found when Taylor was really little, and I absolutely adore it. Um, it's called Joseph Had a Little Overcoat. Um, it is fantastic. Um, Sims Tabak is who the uh, author and illustrator of this book is. Um, I imagine that kids, you keep saying over and over again to your parents, there's nothing to do. I'm really bored. What can I do? Um, I keep hearing that from my own kids, even though they keep returning back to the TV or the video games or the puzzle <laughs> or the bikes outside. Um, but this coming week, it's going to be a little colder out. And so I imagine you're going to be hearing that even more frequently as they're uh, stuck inside this week a little bit more than this past week. So I thought this would be a great book for us to read. Okay, kids, I need you to both stand up, show proof of life. Hey, Oliver, right now I need you to stand for me, okay? I know, I know. Can you stand, please? He's upset because uh, he claims that he and his brother are not getting along right now. I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up, kids. Or kids. You know, adults. Adults. You can't make this up. This is what quarantine realistically looks like. So let's read this book together, okay? I'm going to try to show pictures while also showing kids. Hey, kids. Joseph had a little overcoat. It was old and warm. So he made a jacket out of it and went to the fair. Joseph had a little jacket. It got old and warm. So he made a vest out of it and he danced at his nephew's wedding. Joseph had a little vest. It got old and worn. So he made a scarf out of it, and he sang in the men's chorus. Joseph had a little scarf. It got old and worn. So he made a necktie out of it and went to visit his married sister in the city. Joseph had a little necktie. It got old and worn. 
So he decided to make a handkerchief out of it and drank a glass of hot tea with lemon. Joseph had a little handkerchief. It got old and worn. So he made a button out of it and used it to fasten his suspenders. Joseph had a little button. One day he lost it. Now he had nothing. So Joseph made a book about it, which shows you can always make something out of nothing. So this week, when your kids start irritating each other or irritating you and you're really frustrated and they keep claiming that they have nothing to do and nothing to eat and nothing, nothing, nothing. I actually have you actually have nothing to eat? Yes, yes, we have nothing in our kitchen right now. Nothing. Just some stuff. Just some stuff. And so when they claim they have nothing, remind them to use those creative little brains in their heads and come up with something new that they then have. Okay? Can you do that this week? Maybe. Can you do that this week? Maybe. Okay. Or just play Zelda. You know. But kids, I encourage you and adults alike, when you feel like you have nothing this week, use your brains, use your imaginations, go crazy and allow yourselves to create and find something totally new that you didn't even know that you needed or had the capabilities of doing. I know something I, I can't do. You know something that you can't do? Yeah. What? Breaking the house. Right. Don't Let's break hope the you house. don't break the house. Thank you, Oliver, for those wise, wise words. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to uh, move into a time of blessing of our offering. Our offering looks a little uh, different these days, uh, but we do invite you to continue uh, giving. One of the things that our uh, board uh, made a commitment uh, for is that during this time, we're going to keep uh, paying all of our church staff, uh, uh, our nursery workers, our working the nursery this morning, even though they're not, uh, and we're making sure they continue to get paid. Our musicians, our custodian, uh, I guess our pastors, all of us, uh, we're, we're continuing to maintain our commitments. And so we hope that you're able to support us. Um, as you're able, you can do that um, by uh, giving to Norwalk. Uh, you can go to norwalk.org, norwalkcc.org backslash give. I think I shared the link um, on there and that will uh, prompt you um, what to do to set up online giving to make a one-time donation or to do more. You can download an app and do it that way um, or you can mail in your check. I know some people were saying that instead of sending a weekly check, they're just going to send a monthly check and that's fine. But uh, just uh, continue to support us as you're able and let us know how we can support you. Um, we have our church net fund, which is a way that we um, help one another in trying times. Uh, our ministerial association was just uh, flooded with cash from the 100 Men of Norwalk, which gave about $11,000, and that's ready to help our neighbors in any way we can. Um, so let's continue to support each other um, as church, and let us give thanks to God for our gifts. Our God, we thank you for the gifts that our church family shares, whether it be through an online gift uh, by mail, um, gifts of food and concern for one another, gifts of prayer, um, all the many ways that we share our talents, even when we are scattered and not able to be with each other, we give you thanks for these offerings that make your ministry possible, a ministry that remains, even though we have changed our methods, your work continues and your call on us to be community and to be your light 
continues. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, we have a few uh, prayer concerns um, that we know about. Uh, we know that uh, uh, Charlotte, uh, uh, Charlotte Forsythe had um, bypass surgery uh, two days ago. Um, she's um, in the hospital recovering, but uh, the report is that all went well as it needs to, as, as we expected it to. Um, Arnie Becker went home uh, yesterday, I believe. Friday. Friday. Um, I'm losing track of my days. Uh, he went home Friday and uh, is uh, recovering from his staph infection and, and will be uh, receiving uh, daily uh, injections, uh, daily medicine um, at the hospital as he did with last time. Uh, we oh. lift up. In the in the fanny pack. Uh, yeah, he has to get it. He has to go in each morning to get the refill for that, and I think it goes in a few times a day. Um, and then uh, Phyllis uh, Adams, uh, her brother passed away uh, this last week, and we uh, lift up her and her family. Uh, Mel Cordham's uh, sister passed away this this past week as well, um, and that was shortly after his other sister had passed away about two weeks ago. And we're also praying for uh, Dolly Fisher's niece. Um, Bonnie from Hawaii, uh, who was diagnosed with colon cancer and is going to have an upcoming surgery. Um, you probably, if you're on Facebook, you've already seen that request. Um, and then uh, uh, many people I know uh, through our disciples family here locally, uh, Pastor John Clawson, he was a pastor at Park Avenue Christian Church, and he had a heart attack several weeks ago and died, um, I believe it was on Tuesday, um, from complications after that heart attack. And so we lift up the Clawson family, he was a longtime uh, uh, camp director, so a lot of people know him from camp, um, and just, just he was at that church for 20-something years. I know we have church members who grew up in that church, and so we just uh, lift up uh, the Park Avenue Christian Church this morning as they're finding uh, even uh, new and more challenging ways than most of us in continuing during this time. Um, God of love, hear our prayers, and let us continue these prayers. Uh, we also have online, sorry, uh, prayers for... Uh, Kelly's uh, mom, who is continuing uh, to heal, and uh, um, for a friend who's having um, some panic attacks and needs prayer, we pray for Mike Davis's uh, dad and his healing. Um, and we pray, uh, continue to pray for Sarah's friend Lance, uh, who continues uh, on the ventilator in Portland, um, and for all the uh, necessary workers everywhere, those who uh, continue on, our doctors and our nurses, our uh, first responders, as well as our grocery store um, staff and those working restaurants and those whose jobs uh, uh, continue to uh, make them get out and work and support um, uh, our way of life right now. Um, and we just uh, give thanks for them and pray for prayers of protection. And let us continue these prayers. Oh God, we um, are finding new ways to be and to live. Um, but one way that uh, remains our constant, and that is our connection to you, Lord. Uh, we continue uh, to pray for one another. That we can do no matter where we are. Now, there's an old uh, monk who wrote a book uh, years ago called uh, The Practice of the Presence of God, uh, Brother Lawrence. And he wrote about how the, his most prayerful time of the day was just washing dishes, where he would focus on his relationship with you, sometimes in silence, sometimes lifting up those names. Lord, as we continue on with life, in our work, in mundane tasks, may we find those ways of connecting to you. Lord, you never leave us. You never forsake us. We trust in your presence. We lift up all these prayer concerns that have been mentioned, those on our hearts, those still yet to be shared. We give them to you, trusting in your goodness, Lord. 
And Lord, uh, when we don't know what to do, we continue to pray those words that our Lord Jesus taught us to pray. Maybe praying uh, in homes across our city and across this world, we join in virtual prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, would you like me to read your scripture reading for today? Oh, I thought we were going to do a special. Oh, that's right. We have something really special, even though we're not uh, in person right now, and it's a little different. Um, we had this uh, amazing opportunity this morning to have somebody really near and dear to us uh, give us this little gift. And so even though it's a virtual gift, um, receive it with open arms. And uh, Sarah, thank you, thank you, thank you for this gift. Special music from Sarah Ralph. I'm going to spin the camera. We're very high tech here. Maybe this worked just a moment ago. Whoops, wrong computer. There we go. Hello, Noah Christian Church family. Um, I am here for, in my music room at home. Um, I was asked to sing at uh, this Sunday's service. And uh, unfortunately, we have to do this from a distance. So, um, um, Mrs. Ward asked me to record the song, and so I'm going to do my best to um, get this out to you. Uh, and um, I thought I would pick um, a, a hymn that um, I really like, and I think that it is um, adequate for uh, what's happening in our communities today. Um, I trust you all are keeping healthy and um, staying busy and um, know that I send my love and support to you all and um, we're just going to give this a go. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> God sent his son They call him Jesus he came to Sweet 
try to have uh, uh, some kind of special music every week uh, recorded from our uh, church musicians and others. Uh, so look forward to that. We might even next week uh, incorporate a, maybe a, a hymn or something along with the uh, special music that we can sing along. We're figuring it all out as we go. And we are uh, continuing our worship series from the Psalms, this Lent, um, and our uh, song uh, this morning comes from Psalm 23. And then uh, a little uh, stanza at the end from Psalm uh, 46. Uh, you probably don't need to read along to Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. And then from Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar in foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. Yay! Thank you. Sorry. A little excited this morning. Part of it's just 
this odd little bit, little snippet of being in community with people because um, I'm going crazy. And then part of it is just, um, I don't know. I don't know the excitement of uh, seeing who all's online. And it's, it is, it's just part of being community. So I'm a little excited this morning. Um, but in our mixed tapes, the best of the Psalms series, we've got a fun one this morning. Um, by Ben E. King. So you probably know where I'm going with this. Um, if you don't, I'm going to play a little bit of it right now. And feel free since you're at home. I know you're sitting there probably with your cup of coffee in your pajamas. Um, so just sing along, dance, do whatever you need right now as we listen to this. Just a snippet of Ben E. King singing Stand By Me. Can I dance with you? No. <laughs> dance with me, people. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we'll see. No, I won't be afraid. Oh, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So don't, don't stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Oh, stand. Stand by me. Stand by me. If the sky that we look upon Okay, so that's a little snippet, um, but I want to make sure to get not just that first verse where you sit there and you like your body just starts moving and you're having fun, but yet it's very serious at the same time. But I want to get into that second verse because those words, those words to that second verse are straight from Psalm 46, um, verses three and four, exactly straight from that Psalm. And so when I sat here and I looked at how we had already, before this pandemic hit, had already had Psalm 23 listed and stand by me as the song that would go along with it, then I started thinking how prophetic this really is. And right now, listening to it, when the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we see. Compared with Psalm 23, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil for you are with me. And Psalm 46, we will not fear though the earth should change, which our earth is changing right now. Though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea and though its waters roar and foam, Though the mountains tremble, no, I won't. No, I won't be afraid just as long as you stand by me. This week, good people, this week has been crazy, or at least I feel like I'm going crazy 
Um, if I'm honest, the introverted part of me even craves community. I don't have to necessarily be in a large group, um, but the people that are my people, my, my closest friends, the people that I depend on for release throughout my week, um, not having them physically there was hard. And I'm imagining I'm not the only one feeling that way. Um, it's one thing to be able to pick up a phone and to hear somebody's voice. And we heard several of your voices on the phone this week, and that was such a huge blessing. Um, but it's so different when you're used to seeing people in the flesh and you're used to being able to hug them or to even just put your hand on their shoulder. Um, it's so different. And I applaud uh, friends that have reached out and said, hey, let's FaceTime because FaceTime has been a lot of fun this week. Um, I've really, really been loving the whole Marco Polo app. That's been a lot of fun. Um, it's in a group situation. It's right up there with uh, being face to face and being able to cut up and just relaxing and having fun. And so I've, I've really enjoyed some of the technology that we have available during this time. And so I'm extremely appreciative of, of having that. But at the same time, it's been a really hard week. And I imagine it's that way for all of us. Um, and the song talks about standing by me. Um, it's hard to stand by someone when you're in quarantine. Um, for the psalmist, then God's presence is there. When you're there by the stream, God's presence is there. When you're there in the green pastures, God's presence is there. When you're there in your darkest valley and you can't see your hand in front of your face, God's presence is there. Good people, we're still there. We're still standing there beside each other, us as our faith community. We just need to make an extra effort and this is what I encourage you to do this week. Make an extra effort of letting people know that you're still standing by them. Whether that's you picking up the phone and calling, whether it's you FaceTiming, whether it's you doing Facebook Messenger, whether it's you downloading a new app so that you can chat back and forth and be silly. Um, do it. That silliness is what's keeping us sane right now. So our lives might look a little different and you might feel like you're sitting in your living room with an app that's basically a walkie-talkie back and forth. But if that's what it takes for you to enjoy life right now and to still be able to stand by your friends, that's what I encourage you to do. Um, a lot of people on Facebook uh, the last couple days started posting that this is National uh, Poetry Day. Um, and encouraging people to go out and to write. Um, uh, National Poetry Day, for those of you that are actually keeping up with it, is uh, for this year, uh, October 1st. So we're a little early on that, but pandemic times call for, you know, pandemic rationing here. Um, so feel free, though. I, I loved the idea. Um, I kind of disliked that it was in October, but I love the idea. Um, and so I encourage you to go out and find new ways of, of being life and community for each other, um, but also taking time for yourself. 
um, whether that's journaling, whether that's writing, um, make sure whatever you're doing for yourself, that you're taking the time to do that. The psalmist knew that. Look at how many forms of poetry have been written and how many of us over the centuries have been sitting here reaping the benefits of being able to read that. Um, if you do go out and you write something about your day, whether it's just sitting or listening or hearing, then please share that. Allow others to also enjoy that. Some of us are able to get outside and are able to see these things. Some of us are not able to easily do that. So allow others to, to continue to live, um, even if it's through your words and through your thoughts uh, during this time. Good people, we love you. Um, we want to still be community and still stand by each other. So allow us to do that. Allow uh, yourselves to, to do that for us. Um, you will continue to see, uh, if you're on Facebook, you'll continue to see uh, prayers throughout the week. Uh, this past week, we did a prayer video. We did a meditation. Um, we did a couple random ones, uh, just of our family, whether it was a walk or um, the things that we were doing in our backyard or even trying to make some popsicles. Um, we do that so that we can stay and remain in community with each other and um, still have that sense of community, even though uh, we're separated by the walls of our homes right now. So let us now transition into God's table. Um, one of the beautiful things in Psalm uh, 23 is that God sets a table before our enemies for us which sounds like a very odd thing to do, uh, to present a table in front of our enemies. But um, it's also a very beautiful, beautiful image um, to be able to come to Christ's table and to be welcomed there. Um, whether you feel welcomed by all or not, knowing that you are God's beloved, called by name, and that any relationship is possible. Um, when love is at the center and heart of it. So good people, I'm going to pull out our communion elements for this morning. Um, grape juice and a corn tortilla. So whatever it is that you have at your home, feel free to gather that around. I'm going to gather the rest of our family now. Taylor, Finn, Oliver's already here. Can you remove yeah, that? No, he's sitting by me. He can sit by me. No, well, I was reminded this week, um, as we were sharing uh, last Sunday crackers and all of that, that when Jesus gathered on that night, uh, he grabbed what was on the table. Um, they were having Passover meal, and so the elements in which he did the Lord's Supper were those elements that were a part of that meal. Um, the early church gathered in their homes, and they used what they had. Uh, everyday elements. Uh, there's even early Christian art of uh, the church gathering at a communion table with fish on the table. Uh, it was a very common thing because that was what was commonly on their table, fish. And they connected it to the story of Jesus multiplying uh, those loaves and those fishes that the boy brought, which were all that was available. And Jesus multiplied it and fed the masses. And I think uh, as we gather around our tables, wherever they may be, in our recliners, uh, perhaps in our bed or sitting on our uh, back porch, uh, we remember that whatever we have, 
that's not what makes it holy. What makes it holy is how we use it as a blessing and to remind us of uh, what God has done for us and God's presence with us. And so we take this tortilla and we break it as Jesus broke it with his disciples and he shared it with everyone at the table. And he said, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in uh, memory of me. And so today, having what we have, we remember Christ as we share in this bread. And we take this cup as Jesus took the cup that was on his table and he blessed it and he gave thanks. And by blessing it, he made it as a sign of his blood, a blood, his blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for the whole world. And today at our tables, together communing with one another, we share in God's good gifts. Then the body and blood of Christ. Maybe you want to turn this all over the body and blood of Christ. Taylor. Let us pray. Oh God, we give thanks for these many gifts that you've given us, for these signs, everyday things that remind us of your holiness all around us. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, church, uh, thank you for joining us uh, virtually. Uh, if you have any comments or other uh, suggestions for how we can uh, make our virtual times every uh, Sunday at 10 o'clock better, uh, we invite those. Um, but remember, uh, stay indoors as much as possible. Be safe, stay healthy, keep others healthy, keep yourself healthy. And find a place this week to find those quiet pastors, wherever they might be in your life. Connect again with the Lord and find ways new and old to connect with one another. Because you are loved, we are here, God is always here, and God always walks beside us. May the church say together, amen. Amen. And beautiful people, if there's anything uh, outside of the worship service too, any great ideas that you can come up with on how we can remain community and be community for each other, um, do let us know. And also, again, I'm going to repeat from last week, if there's anything that you need picked up or uh, done that you are not able to do for yourself, um, please let us know. We have lots of people um, that are willing to help and that are able to go and, and run errands and, and do whatever is needed. Um, let us be love and light and community for each other. Peace. Peace.